0: Hey what's up everybody, it's your boy Dr. O with another episode of The Finance Doctor And today we're going to talk about having a millionaire mindset But first, if any of you have any burning questions about finances, banking, uh, money We want to hear from you We want to hear your questions So whenever you get a chance, go ahead and shoot me an email And it's clement, C-L-E-M-E-N-T dot Oganyemi, O G U N Y E M I, at 4Q Financial dot com, or you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Clement O, that's D R C L E M E N T O, and on Facebook, Clement Oganyemi. Shoot me those questions and we'll answer them on the air. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what burning questions you guys have, what problems you've had with your finances, and we'll get them answered. We'll talk through them together. All right, deal? All right, so, One big tip that I want to highlight when we're talking about having a millionaire mindset, the first thing we have to do is if you want to be a winner, stop doing what losers do. Move around, figure out what winners are doing and mimic that. Emulate what they're doing and become a winner as well. When we're looking at money, we have to learn how to be intentional with this money business. It's not a mistake. It's not by happenstance that... You become a millionaire, it's intentional. It's you're making the proper decisions today that will affect your future. When you want to do better, when we, because I'm in this with you, when we want to do better, you come out of where you are today, where we are today, and we look to the future. We want our future self to thank us. We want to look back two, five, ten years from now and say, hey, I sure am glad I made that decision all those years ago because now I'm in a better place. I'm much better off. I'm doing much better with my finances because I made that decision two, five, ten years ago. Think about this with me. What's the largest debt that most of us have? That one thing that's just hovering over our head. For most of us, it's a mortgage. It's a big mortgage payment because we wanted to live the American dream and buy a home. Now, nothing against that, but think about it this way what would you do if you paid it off today? How much money would you have to invest? And yes, I talk about debt a lot because it's literally that important, folks. It's literally that important. You can't, a lot of us are being held back because of debt. We can't go and do the things that we really want to do in life. We can't go and invest that money. So think about it this way, I'm a numbers guy. So most of us, we say, hey man, I'm gonna go get a mortgage. Oh man, I got a great rate, 3% interest. Think about your interest rate this way it's a penalty for you borrowing the money so when we look at it that way we start to think a little bit differently like oh man they're penalizing me for borrowing this money so let's just say we're paying three to six percent interest on our mortgage let's take that same money and invest it or we're paying off our mortgage first and then we're investing that money at a minimum we're getting six to twelve percent returns on that money i'm no mathematician but that's double you're doubling your money because you took the necessary steps you paid off that mortgage and now you're able to invest your money so i'm really not trying to hear oh well i want to keep the mortgage because i'm getting that tax break it's pennies i assure you because one i promise you it's less than your mortgage payments and two the returns you're going to get on your investment i just showed you that you go from three to six percent paying it to somebody else a penalty in the in the form of interest to getting a six to 12% return. Again, doubling your money. And don't be like some of my ancestors. You know, we went, or they went and they tasted freedom and they said, oh no, I, I don't like this. Let me run back to the plantation where life was simple. Life made sense. You know, it's because that's what everybody always told me I should do, stay on the plantation. Run. Run from the chains of debt. Run and never look back. Then, what you do is you surround yourself with other winners. You surround yourself with other people that are pursuing those same goals that you're pursuing. Because if I'm if I'm saying, hey, I'm gonna pay off my mortgage real quick and I'm gonna go invest this money, and those around me are like, oh man, we're gonna keep our mortgage because we want to get those tax breaks. We're gonna we're gonna butt heads. We're gonna butt heads every time that conversation comes up. We're gonna have a problem. And at some point, one of us is either going to drag the other down or we're going to part ways. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself with other winners and other people that are thinking the way that you think. Always, always, always stay focused and stay motivated. I I can't say that enough. You have to stay focused and motivated to get to your goal instead of staying stagnant and be intentional with this money game. So when we're looking at retirement, because... Most millionaires, all millionaires have a retirement plan. They have some way that they're going to say, hey, I'm not working ever again. I'm retiring. I'm getting on a yacht and I'm sailing around the world. They all have it. So I hear people say all the time when they're talking about their retirement money, dang, I can do so much with that retirement money if I just pull a little bit of it out right now. Well, it's called retirement for a reason. Don't let that hasty reaction knock you off your course to your long-term financial freedom. And your long-term financial goals stay the course don't be hasty in any of this it's a long game you know it's a long-term game we're looking to the future we're not just thinking about today well I can do this this and that no we're looking for future we're looking at our future self our future families so one example that I have let's just say you have 500,000 in retirement yes I know that's a lot it's, it's a lot it gives me chills to even think about it. that's a lot of money so do not, do not come around asking me if it's a good idea to withdraw that money to buy a house now. Now, for some of you, buying a house is your dream. But don't ask me about buying a house now. Don't say, well, I'm going to just withdraw 250 to go you know, buy this house that I wanted. Okay, what happens when you get to retirement? You worked your butt off to accumulate that kind of money so that when you retire, you still have money. And you're just going to go and blow it on a hasty decision that you want to make today. I assure you, you will surely either one, be working longer or two, come back into the workforce sooner than you thought. You're going to come out of retirement at some point in time. Listen to me. You set that money aside for your future self to enjoy everything you dreamed of and not have to work again. That's the point of retirement. You know, I, I don't know when we, you know, came up with this new retirement where, yeah, I'm going to go into partial retirement I'm retiring and come back. No, once I retire, I'm done. I'm not coming back, you know. I'm going to go and I might want to jump on a cruise somewhere and cruise, you know, be on cruises 6 months out of the year, but that's my prerogative. So, you have places you want to visit. You have living expenses you might have in in retirement because your expenses don't go away just because you retire. You still got to eat. You still got to live somewhere. You know, you still have to have shelter, food, water, clothing. So those expenses don't go away. So make sure that you're looking to the future and thinking about those expenses that are still going to be there, whether you're retired or not. I personally want to go on one of those lifelong cruises, you know, and just cruise around the world. You know, I've met people that do it and I'm like, dang, that seems like a fun life. But if I have to worry about, hey, uh, when I get back, I might not have any money left over. That's an issue because I didn't properly plan it. I didn't make sure my future self will thank me later. So home ownership is typically the American dream. I get it, I understand, but buying a home is a completely separate goal from your retirement. Don't ever mingle the two, never. you know Don't ever put the two together. If buying a home is part of your dream, Budget for that. Budget for it separately, but do not combine the two or confuse the two with your retirement and your home ownership. So Chris Hogan, I, I like to listen to him a lot. And one of the things he said is don't neglect your future for your now. Let that sink in. Don't don't go and make a hasty decision. And I can't repeat that enough. Don't make a hasty decision just because, hey, it feels good now, but your future self is going to regret every piece of that that decision that you made. Don't neglect your future for your now. First of all, when we're looking at retirement, when you withdraw early, so a lot of you might say, "Oh man, I got that 500k stacked up. You know, I'm gonna just take out 200 and buy a house, and then take the advantages of home ownership." Well, first and foremost, when you draw that money early before your retirement age, guess what? 40 to 50 percent is going to penalties, penalties and interest. So half your money is is gone off the tops. Then you got to pay income tax on it. So now, what did you do? You're like, whoa, whoa, my money is cut in half. I thought I was getting with John 200K, and you only end up with 100. Then you end up with a mortgage because you're saying, oh, well, I couldn't wait or I couldn't budget for my, my home separately from my retirement. I had to pull the funds out today because I just couldn't wait and I want to pay cash, blah, blah, blah. You end up with all these penalties. Remember, remember, folks, this is a business decision anything about your finances make it a business decision remove all emotions from it because when you're making these emotional decisions you start to screw up you start to say hey man it feels good to have a house all my friends got houses they just had a house warming it was cool i had fun i want to have a house too now you're making an emotional decision instead of thinking clearly and making it about a business decision and making it a decision that you'll thank yourself for later so How many listeners know how much you need to retire comfortably today? Like, if I asked you, if I crossed you on the street or if I saw you out in public at Walmart and I said, hey, buddy, what's up? You know, how much how much do you need to have in your account right now? If you want to retire comfortably, I don't know, 20 years from now, how many of you can tell me that? A lot of us can't. You know, I couldn't just pull a number out of a hat and say, hey, this is the number I need to retire. You know, it takes some planning. I need to sit down and actually look at it. But be real with yourself. You know, this is about you. Make it personal. Make it personal. It's not about me. You know, I'm not going to actually come ask you that unless we're having a planning session. But make it about you. Sit down and ask yourself that. If you don't know, it's okay. It's perfectly fine for today and for today only. You know, because after today, we're going to be intentional with everything that we do. We're going to be intentional with anything that is dealing with money. And we're going to make it a business decision. So for today and today only, I'll let you slide. But after today, we have to make these decisions intentional and we have to be very, very diligent in, in, in getting to our dreams and making sure that we have that mindset and that we all are winners because we all have it in us. You know, we all have it in us to be a winner. So dream big and go hard. Go hard at those dreams. But here's the biggest kicker. Know exactly what you want and how you're going to get it. That's how you properly plan because you know, hey, I want to be a millionaire. Okay. A lot of people tell me that. I've heard many people say that. But then I turn around and say, all right, that's a great goal. How do you plan to achieve it? How do you plan to get there? And if you can't tell me that, then it's time to go back to the drawing board and map out a plan to get to those goals that you want to get to. But again, being intentional. I'm going to keep saying that word because I want it to sink in. Be intentional. Don't just say, I'm going to just win the lottery because um. good luck. You're going to be out there throwing all your money away. You're intentionally doing that. You're intentionally giving your money to the, the lottery of the state that you stay in, but you're not being intentional in your approach to get to what you need to get to. So I always hear about, you know, people talk about energy and these positive vibes and blah, blah, blah. Bring that same energy and enthusiasm into achieving your goals. Bring it every time. You know, don't sit here and say, oh, I woke up today and I'm just not feeling achieving my goals. That's okay. But don't let it be three, four, five days in a row where you're like, dang it, I'm just going to quit on my goals. No, stick to those goals, bring that same energy, bring that same compassion, be a winner about it. Change your mindset and be a winner and come come approach it every day like, hey, I'm going to kill this. I'm going to go hard every day because I want to achieve my goals. I want to get there. I want to be a millionaire. I want to think like millionaires do. So, I stated earlier that I like to listen to Chris Hogan, and, and he talked about a study recently in one of, his, one of his podcasts, and he said, here's what millionaires do not do. And I said, oh, let me listen, because I want to know what they do and don't do, because I don't want, if they don't do it, I don't want to do it. So, here's what millionaires don't do. 82% of millionaires do not have a car payment. So, say it with me. The interest I pay on a car loan is a penalty. It's a penalty. Same with your mortgage. It's a penalty that they're charging you for taking out that loan. Oh, you want to borrow money? Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a 3% interest rate. And we're like, oh, joy, 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 because we think that 3% is good, but it's a penalty that we're paying for borrowing money from them, for not taking the necessary steps to pay cash for stuff. And to have, you know to take our finances in control and to come in there and say, hey, I'm not paying that. This is what I'm going to do. And this is how we're going to proceed from here if we want to close this transaction. It's literally that simple so the car a lot of you might not know and some of you do it begins to depreciate immediately so what this means is it's worth less it's worth way less than it was when you first bought it so i drive off the lot my car is automatically worth less than when i put the keys in ignition a lot of us don't know that we just say i got a new car i got a car payment i'm good i'm driving around my car is nice i love it new car smell blah 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 but it's depreciating. It's worth, you know, you can go and turn around and drive maybe 3,000 miles in five years, and it's still worth way less than what you paid for it. It's worth way less than you might think that it's worth. So here's a solution to that. Save up money, take your time, and pay cash for the car that you want. So I know that when I first bought, you know, um, my first what you want to call a luxury car i bought a cadillac cts 2005 um blue navy blue midnight blue or whatever they want to call it i bought it felt good felt good to finally say oh man i'm grown i got a a car payment it feels good i'm an adult now dad co-signed for the loan for me so that should have told me off top that i wasn't an adult if that's what i thought being an adult was because my dad had to co-sign and so um, I remember making those payments and I was like, this is cool. Like for the first several months, first year, then I moved to Arkansas and I said, Oh crap, man, this, this car payment is starting to get on my nerves. Like I'm getting tired of paying this three fifty a month. So I said, you know, what do I need to do to get rid of this crap? Cause it is not fun. I am tired of it. Like every paycheck that I get, I'm looking and I'm like, crap, I got to pay the car payment, got to pay the mortgage, got to still buy groceries, got to still drive and, it got old. So I decided, hey, let me pay this off while I was making good money. Let me get rid of this crap. Let me get rid of this burden. And it felt amazing. Let me tell you, I, I called my dad, I called my mom, I said, Hey, listen, I just paid off this Cadillac. I'm happy. I said, I don't have this car payment anymore. I got an extra three fifty to spend. I said, I don't even buy Jordans. I said, I might go buy a pair of Jays this month. Why? Because I got an extra 350 and I don't know what to do with myself because it felt so good. It was an amazing feeling to get that burden off my back where, you know, if I wanted to buy some, you know, if I wanted to buy a state that month, I could because that burden was no longer there. Another thing that most millionaires do is most drive a a car that's at least four years old. I'm not going to front and say that I'm a millionaire, but I feel like I'm doing some of the things they do. I drive a 2010 and a 2011 and I love them why because they're good to me they're well maintained and most importantly guess what they're paid for so i love them to death because they're paid for and they're good and you know i'm doing something that millionaires do you know my bank account doesn't reflect it yet but it's going to get there because i'm taking the small steps I'm, I'm going and mimicking things that i'm seeing these winners do and i'm making sure that hey i want to be a winner too so i'm gonna go shoot the, the jumper just like jordan Anybody who watches basketball has watched Kobe Bryant and they're like, man, that dude emulated everything Michael Jordan did from the way he chewed his gum, the way he grabbed his shorts, the way he shot the ball, his crossover, the way he talked in interviews, everything he did emulated Michael Jordan. And his track record reflected that as well. He was a winner just like Michael Jordan was. He was never complacent. And it's the same with finances. We have to be able to follow those that are ahead of us, those that are millionaires. If we wanna, you know, buy a yacht, Follow those people that have bought one and that have successfully maintained one without going bankrupt owning one. You know, follow their lead. So I want to leave you with this. Emotional financial decisions are dangerous. You know, if you're taking any notes, please underline emotional decisions and danger. Underline, highlight it, whatever you need to do. Because when you're making an emotional financial decision, you are bound to hit a pitfall because you're just doing it. You're just on impulse. Oh, I feel it feels good today, but I don't care about the future. No, you have to think through it and make sure that you're not making those emotional and dangerous decisions. Be intentional. Underline that too. Write that down. Put it on your refrigerator, in your car, wherever you're going to see it every day. Be intentional and be patient. Most importantly, be patient. You know, millionaires are not made overnight and they understand that. Any, Any millionaire that I've talked to will tell you we weren't made overnight. This was hard work. This is perseverance. This was some sleepless nights, but we stuck to it. We knew what we wanted to do and we stuck to it and we were patient. We didn't rush the process. We let it happen and we allowed it to unfold just like it should have. So one question I want to leave you guys with is what are you willing to sacrifice today for your future dreams? There has to be something. There's usually something. If you really sit down and you dig deep and think about it, there's usually something that you can sacrifice today that your future self will say, thank you so much. This helped us to achieve our dreams a lot faster than we thought we would. And you'd be happy in your decision. That's all for today, folks. And I really appreciate y'all listening to The Finance Doctor. If you want to find me, look for me on social media at Doctor O. and that's D-R-C-L-E-M-E-N-T-O, Or you can find me at www.4qfinancial.com. Peace out, everybody.